Meshusta Rashiva Shlita, Meshusta Manal Shlita, Rabbanim Chashuvim, Hirem Vitalmidim Ayakarim, Mazel Tov to all the Messiahim, and Mazel Tov to all that are Isaac, Batayra Tadir. In this week's parsha, we learned by Yisrael Tzu Habanim Bekirba. Rivka Imeno has a question about what's going on inside of her. She wasn't aware that she had twins. She thought that there was one child, and she sees that there is an inner struggle, and she asks, And the Mepharshim scramble to try to come up with an explanation for what this means on Naichi. Rashi says, why was I misave for a child? Why was I mispalel for a child? It's interesting. Rashi must have learned that anoichi means tefillah. That terifka vani tefillah. Her entire anoichius was tefillah. The Ramban has a different mahalach. He says it's a, it's a question of why I need to exist if I have such pain. The grub says that Anoichi is pshat, that because she had this child inside of her, which she thought was one child, and he was Paiseach by the Bate Medrash and by the Beis Havadizara, Mepharches Lotzeis, how is this Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha? Rachman Litzlan, is there Shtei Rishuyas? How is this possible that one child could be Rotz Mepharches by a yeshiva and by a I wanted to suggest possibly another pshat tonight in what this word anoichi means. It's well known, the words of the Chazanish, that sometimes you find a bacher in yeshiva who comes from very simple background. Perhaps sometimes the parents are not even Shemr Shabbos and the boy goes to Yeshiva and somehow, some way, he becomes a Masmid and a Talmud Chacham and eventually he vaxes to be a Gadol Batayra. Where does this come from? How does this happen? The Chazanish famously says that it happens because this Bacher must have had a generation, two, three generations back, an old grandmother, an old Baba, who when she lit Shabbos candles, she davened to the Rabbi Nishleil and to Mezakahar Vizakeni, Legadil Bonim Uvnei Bonim, Eiskim Bater Vemitzvah. These tears are what was able to fertilize and to foster growth in a future Enikel. There's an amazing story about the Chazanish, involving the Chazanish. In the early days of the Medina, of course, David Ben-Gurion was the first prime minister. Today, we all were Mechabi, the prime minister, but then the prime minister was like the Mashiach. He was, people had pictures of David Ben-Gurion hanging in their house. 
They thought that he was the most unbelievable Jew in the world. Many people felt this way. One of the members of the Prime Minister's cabinet, the first Minister of Education, was a man by the name of Zalman Oren. And Zalman Oren was a, he was not Shemir Torah Mitzvahs, but he was a very good person, and he tried very hard to, to create a good educational system in the early state. His wife was also not at all from, but she was traditional. She kept the minig that she saw by her mother to light Shabbos candles every Friday night. They weren't Shemesh Shabbos, but they lit Shabbos candles Friday night. And she knew that you were supposed to daven as you lit those candles to have a child who will be great, to have grandchildren who will be great. And so she used to daven every Friday night by those candles that I should have a child or a grandchild who's as great as the greatest Jew in the world, David Ben-Gurion. And this was going on every single Shabbos. We know the famous historical encounter between the Chazinish and Ben-Gurion. There was tremendous melchamas. It didn't really change too much over the years. Tremendous melchamas about who serves in the army and the burning issue of that particular time was do women, do Jewish girls, is, there, is it possible to have gius bonus that girls should be serving in the army, either in a military capacity, in sherut lumi capacity, but something. And the Chazinish, representing the Tayyadik Tzibor, felt Esh Lahava, that that's absolutely a harag valyavar. You can't have that. That's a tremendous breach in Sneos. They cannot be allowed to do any sort of service. And it was a great Mulchama going on between the Zionist state and the Haredim as represented by the Chazanish. So Ben-Gurion asks to meet with the Chazanish, and of course the Chazanish said yes. The reporters of every paper in the country covered this meeting. They weren't allowed inside the meeting, but they have pictures of Ben-Gurion walking into the simple home of the Chazanish. There was only the Chazanish and Ben-Gurion and one other person in the room. And what we do know about the conversation was that Ben-Gurion basically told him that we should have the right of way at this impasse because the Tyredika community was one that has so much history on our shoulders, on our wagon, and you have a not so much, your wagon is empty, so just like the halacha is when you have two wagons at a, at a uh, loggerhead, you don't know who should pass first, the one with the greater cargo goes first, we have the greater cargo, we should win. Ben-Gurion was not too happy with this as he left, he said to the Chazanish, and you should just know that our wagon is far from empty. But they left on good terms. And Ben-Gurion was greatly impressed by meeting the Chazanish. He told his cabinet that week that he had never met such a wise, holy, 
brilliant individual. He didn't know that such rabbis still existed in the world. And he told this to his cabinet, including Zalman Oren, who came home and told his wife how impressed Ben-Gurion was at meeting such a great rabbi. That Arab Shabbos, Mrs. Oren lit her Shabbos candles and she substituted Ben-Gurion with a chazanish. My son, my grandson should be as Chashev as the greatest Jew in the world, the Chazanish. Her grandchild became a Yid by the name of Rebarah Hyman, who is a, a Balchuva, and he grew to be a, a tremendous Marbitz Taira, a very big Kayach in Eretz Yisrael, and he attributed it to the tears that his mother shed, davening every Arab Shabbos that my son or my grandson should be as great as the Chazainish. <coughs> this is all, of course, based on the Rabbeinu B'chayah that the Magen Avram brings down. It's halacha that a person, a mother, as she is lighting her candle, she should daven, Roy shetispalo ha'isha b'shas hadlaka sheyitein la'kadosh baruch hu banim zucharim meirim batayra the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says that when you light candles, as you see the, the me'iros of Tyra, this is what I want for my child. My son, my grandson should be also umeirin esha'elam, batayr v'masim taivim. Who is the first person, the first woman, to daven by her Shabbos candles that she should have Tyradika children? We don't know. But if you look in the Ratzain that every woman says on Arab Shabbos, it ends, Ana Shemast Chinasi Beis Hazais Bischosara Verifka Verachel Velea Yimaseinu. It seems that our Imais had this feel on their lips as they lit their Shabbos candles. Last parsha we learned how Rivka came into the Isle of Sarah. Sarah Imenu had those, Neiris, Dalek, Merev, Shabbos, Lerev, Shabbos. Rivka, when she came in, she once again reignited those Neiris, Shabbos. They lit Neiris, Shabbos. And no doubt they were Mekayim, the Rabbeinu B'chaye, to Davin, that they should have children and grandchildren. Oiskim Batayro, Meirim, Esraelam. Perhaps this is what Rivka Imenu davened for in this week's parsha. Vayatar Yitzchak laHashem lenoichach ishtai. Rivka Imenu was davening. When was she davening? Mistama she was davening. Bishas hadlokas neiros that she should have a child and the child should be as great as great could be. How do we know? that it's okay to ask for so much in a tefillah. This is not a small request we're asking of the Rabbeinu Shalom. This is a very, very large request we're asking of the Rabbeinu Shalom for our children. Maybe we should just ask no more than Chana. 
Zera Anoshim, give me a normal, healthy child. Who says that we have the ability to open up our mouths and ask the Rabbi Shalom for greatness in Tyra from our children and from our grandchildren? There's a Gemara in Brachas on Dafnunam and Aleph. The Gemara tells us something amazing. The Gemara says that when it comes to Zimun, if a person says, Uvituvai Chayinu, so he's a Talmud Chacham. Umituvai Chayinu, Hareza Bur. You have to tell the Rabbi Nishalem, Uvituvai Chayinu, we live with all of your goodness, not just from some of your goodness. So then the Gemara says, that from your brachas, from your brachas, please bench me. So we see that the request was one of what? A fuller, re- a, a lesser request. It's not just that we ask Hakadosh Baruch say everything, it's, we ask a limited request, don't, don't overreach, don't be a chatfan, give me some of your bracha. So the Gemara says, when it comes to asking a request of the Rabbi Yishlam, you have to take it easy, don't ask too much. When you thank HaKadosh Baruch, you have to thank HaKadosh Baruch for everything, but when you ask, just limit your requests. Frat the Gemara, Harche Picha Bamaleu, Pasagin Tillim, we say it in the Shir Shalyayim on Thursday, we say it by in Haidu every morning. There it seems to be saying that we could ask for everything that we want. Harche Picha, widen your mouth. Bamaleu. My father, Shalom, once had to, when he was in Eretz Yisrael for a vacation, he had some, he had a, a dental issue that he had to take care of. So he went to a dentist in Yerushalayim, and he told me that the dentist had on his wall a sign, Harche Picha Vamaleu. Open up your mouth and I will fill it. So the Gemara asks, Harche Picha Vamaleu, it seems like you're asking, and you're asking for the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to ask a lot. So why are you saying to limit by She'ela your request? And the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Taira is different. When you're asking for Gashmias, when you're asking for Stam Bracha, so limit your Bakasha. But when it comes to Limanat Taira, Harche Picha Bamaleu. Open up your mouth as wide as you can. Ask anything that you want in Taira Bamaleu, and I will request, I will fulfill that request as the Rabbi Nishalem. Zotim Arsha, the beginning of that Pasuk, Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha, Hamalcha, Meret Mitzrayim, Harche Picha Bamaleu. If you question my ability to give you anything that you want, in Tyra says the Marsha, Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha, Hamalcha, Meret Mitzrayim, I took you out of Mitzrayim, Mi Beis Abadim. And in a short amount of time, in seven weeks, you went from Abdus to the ability to stand by the foot of Harsina into Makabal Kalatayrakula. Don't question me. Harche Pichavamaleu. Fill up your mouth with full requests, and I will grant them. 
We see from this Gemara, a Yisaid, that when you're davening for your child, when you're davening for your grandchild, you should daven as much as you can, for as much as you can. Don't limit your request. Ask for Shas and for Paiskim, for Godless, Meirim Esailam, Batayrim Asim Taivim, Chachamim Nevainim, this is what we have the Rishos to ask. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to ask. This is the Makar, this Gemar and Brachas. And I think that this is maybe what Rivka Yimenu meant when she says, I asked every Arab Shabbos to give me the world, to give me a son that's going to be Meir Esa'ilam, and now I see that I have a son inside of me. That's He wants to be a Tamil Chacham, but he also wants to be a man of the world. That's not what I asked for. What's going to be with my You promised me that when I daven, you will grant all my requests, that I will be able to raise a child who is great in Torah, and this is not what I asked for. The Dubna Magid once had this chus of being on Shavuos night with a Vilna Gain in his clays in Vilna. And the Minig in, in Lita was to say, Tikkun Lal Shavuos, Tikkun Lal Shavuos, I don't know how many people do that anymore. My father, Lava Shalom, used to always do it. There's a special Sefer. And it basically has a little bit of voracious, a little bit of nayach, a little bit of lech lecha, goes through Tanakh. Just little, little tidbits from every parsha, from every sefer, from Mishnayis, a little bit of every Mishnah, a little bit of every Mesechta and Shas, Zayar. It basically gives you a, a panorama of Kalatara Kula. The Vilna Gain was sitting and saying Tikkun Lal Shavuos on Shavuos night. Kimin Hagai. The Dubna Magid, who really should have had that minig as well, was sitting and learning uh, Mesechus Pesachim, maybe. He was learning a Gemara. And the, Dub- and the Dubna Magid was asked by the Vilna Gain, why is it that you're not saying Tikkun Lal Shavuos? This is our minig, what are you doing? The Dubna Magid said, of course with a mushal. He says, mushal ima says, once upon a time, there was a person who needed Parnassa. His wife said, go out to the marketplace. See if you can find something to do. You're not bringing home enough Parnassa. So he goes out to the shuk, and he sees a whole group of people surrounding a certain seicher, a certain salesman. And he says, oh, this is a good business. What this guy is in, this is what I want to get into. So he goes and he sticks his head between the crowd and people are offering their money and, and their names and addresses and ordering. And he says, what is it that he's selling? So he sees that there's a book and the book had little samples, little swatches of carpet. Carpet was just becoming popular in Europe at the time. People wanted to, to decorate their, their homes with 
with carpet, with rugs. So this person had a book full of swatches of carpets. And people were like saying, okay, I want the red one, I want the green one, I want this, I need this, I need that. And they were throwing money at him, down payments and ordering. And this guy says, amazing. This is what I want to be in. So he asks the Seicher, where did you get that book from? He says, I have an extra one in, 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 my, in, in my wagon. Would you like it? He says, yeah, sure, that would be great. Thank you. How much do I owe? Yeah, you can have it. Take it for free. I have, I have enough of them. So the next day, he wakes up bright and early, and he goes out to the shuk, and he has this book full of swatches of carpet, and he says, okay, I'm open for business, and Taka people started swarming to him and offering money. He said, we like the blue one. He says, okay, fine, that blue one is $20. He gives a $20 bill. He starts peeling off the swatch of carpet. He says, here you go. He says, what do you mean? I don't have a dollhouse. I'm not looking to carpet my dollhouse. I have a house. I have a very big living room. I need to carpet I need like 50 feet of this stuff, 50 by 50. He says, what do you mean? Uh, the guy yesterday was doing business with this book. He says, you tippish. He says, don't you understand that that guy, he didn't just have a book of swatches. Every swatch he has in his warehouse, hundreds and hundreds of yards of that material, of that carpet. You can't just go into business with a book of swatches. You need to actually have schaira behind those swatches. So the Dibna Magid looks at the Vilna Gain and says, You, Rebbe, you don't just have Tikkun Lal Shavuos, you don't have Bereshis, Lal Nayach, you have reams, you have volumes, you have Eilamais in your warehouse. Every Pasuk, every Kutzah Shal Yud of the Gain was Eilamamulayai. So for you, it makes sense on Lel Shavuos to learn this Tikkun because for you, you have Scher to back it up. But me, Chbinnamaretz, what do I have already? Let me learn a little bit of Tzachim, Bav Metziah, Bav Basra. Let me have something because I have nothing in my storehouses to back me up. This is a gorgeous story, but it's not the end of the story. Reb Shimshim Pinkis, Echitzadik Levracha, asks a question on this story. He says, L'maysa minig Yisrael is, in many tzvutzes Yisrael, to say tikkun l'al Shavuos every single Shavuos night. And very few people saying it are the Vilna Gain. Maybe Reb Chaim Kanievsky could say it and have that same, same effect as the Vilna Gain. But if a typical, regular, Pashada person sits on l'al Shavuos and says tikkun l'al Shavuos, what is he accomplishing if Itaka doesn't have in his Eitzris anything, so he should be in the Vilna Gain's camp, in the Dubna Magid's camp. Let him sit and learn a regular Gemara. Why is he reading Tikkun La Shavuos? Zot Repinkus Meyerdik. Repinkus says, you know why? That's not a Seder Halimo that he's doing. It's a Tefillah. This is what I want. On the Yaim Adin of Taira, which is what Shavuos is, I'm asking you, Rabbi Nishlam, I want Tarashvach Sav and Tarashvach Peh, I want Sisrei Taira, I want Nigladika Taira, I want every single Taira imaginable. This is my Bakasha tonight. Give it to me. It's a Tfilah. It's a Meir Masailam Kulai. Batarva Masim Taivim. This is what. Every single woman davens for every Friday night. Give me everything. 
I don't want mediocrity in my child. I don't want a child that's Paseach Asifim. I want a child that's a Godol Batayra. Umeirim Esaelam. This is what I want. This is Lama Zeanaychi. I think everybody in the room is very happy with my drasha tonight because it sort of absolves us from any responsibility because it's all in our wife. If our kids are good, okay, fine, we'll take some credit. But if our kids are not good, then it's my wife's fault. But you know what? There's a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos says, Haragel b'ner havin le'banim tamid If a person is ragel b'ner, if he lights Rashi says, Neir is Shabbos, Neir is Chanukah, he will have children who are Meir as Ha'elam. Ki ner mitzvah tayrar. Havin le'banim tamid ha'chamim. He'll have children who are tamid ha'chamim. Just parenthetically, just want to tell you about that Rabbi Kraus, Echitzadik Levracha, Roshiva, I once asked him on this Gemara, what does it mean, Havin le'banim tamid ha'chamim? I want forget my son. I want I want to be a Talmud Chacham. Why did the Gemara say that if you're Ragel Bener, you'll be a Talmud Chacham? I'll worry about my children later. First, let me be a Talmud Chacham. So Rabbi Kraus answered me in his inimitable style, and he says, "For you to be a Talmud Chacham, there's no schoolist. There's one way to be a Talmud Chacham. That's to sit and learn." For your children, for your grandchildren, their schoolers can play a role. But for you, you can't light a candle and expect to be a Talmud Chacham. You have to sit and learn. But I want to tell you a beautiful pshat that Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Herman used to say on this Gemara. What does it mean, Haragel Bener, Havin Lebanim Tamid Chachamim? How does it make my son into a, what, Is it just a school? Or it's just magic? I, I light candles and my son becomes a Talmud Chacham? He says, no. He says, picture the scene. Friday night, you eat your suda, you bench, your son, seven years old, eight years old, he goes upstairs to sleep, and you, the father, continue learning, and you're learning at 10 o'clock at night, now it's 11 o'clock at night, it's 12 o'clock Friday night, you still have amelos and yagi over your gemara, and your son wakes up in the middle of the night, he's thirsty, he wants a drink, and he comes down the stairs, and he sees his father hunched over Gemara, learning, steiging with Haravanya. Does that son have any choice but to want to be a Talmud Chacham? Is there any more enticing reason for the son to want to steig and to want to be a Talmud Chacham, not that he heard his father telling him that he has to learn, but by personal example, he was able to see with his own eyes that his father was sitting learning over that Gemara, learning over that Shulchan Aruch, learning over that Mishnah It's going to happen. It's inevitable. If you yourself are sitting and learning Laraner, if you, by your nearest Hanukkah, are sitting and being misspining like the Nitziv says that Moshe Rabbeinu used to do when he wanted to understand Torah Shabbat Peh, he would stare at those nearest and your son sees that you're glued to the nearest, you're glued to the Kedusha, you're glued to Torah Shabbat Peh. 
there's no choice that this child will have but to want, but to be mishtaikig. Harche pichav is going to want it all. How could he not? So it's really a shared responsibility. Rivka was a medis bekaren zavis umispaleles. Yitzchak was a med bekaren zavis umispaleles. Different type of tefila. Rivka's tefila is with bechiyos, with demise. Yitzchak's bechiyos was over Tayrish Peh with the Tayrak Adaisha. This was his tefila. This was his way of being mispaleled to Rabbi Shalom Harachepicha v'Amaleu. Anoichi, lama ze anoichi, v'ateach lidrash Hashem. Please accept my sincere mazel tov for all the messiahim, but you don't have to be messiahim to get a mazel tov. Every single bacher in this room, whether he's messiahim an entire mesechta or he's messiahim eight blot, twenty blot, thirty blot, every single word is a lomais, it's it's oitzras, it's accomplishments that we can't even fathom. Be makabel my birchas hedjet, that you should be zeicha, kishem shezachisem, lesayim, mesechazu, kain tizku, lesayim, svarim, acherim, mesechdes, acheris, kain yeratzen, lenachas, kalbeis Yisrael.